you're listening to Rock Bottom Radio, broadcasting from deep in the turf net zone. Here's your host, Randy Wilson. Hello and welcome to Rock Bottom Radio, broadcasting to you from our combination pro shop, dining room, and turf care center. Today, I intend to reveal how you can solve one of the biggest problems we face in this business, and that's finding and keeping a good assistant. And while we're at it, finding and keeping good techs and equipment operators too. So stick with us, and we'll discuss how to find, secure, and retain an assistant superintendent. And I'll also tell you who's been poaching our assistants. What do you mean, who's been poaching our assistants? At this very moment, there's 137 job posts on TurfNet for assistants. Some of them are highly lucrative, with benefits, working at top courses for top superintendents. Yet, our assistants are slowly vanishing, along with labor. And I know who's doing it. Who? Who done? Who got our assistance? Hey, there's something wrong with Aunt Femi. She just tried to kill me. What'd you do? Oh, Aunt Femi's out there hitting balls, and while I was unloading the ball picker, she asked me if her new yoga pants made her butt look big. Oh, Lord, you didn't say yes, did you? Oh, of course not. You think I'm stupid? Well, then why is she trying to kill you? Uh, she been on that keto diet, and her expectations may have suffered a setback when I... Um, when you what? Uh, I may have mentioned that her yoga pants resembled a couple of hogs wrestling in a burlap sack. Oh, it's going to be difficult to delete that image. Uh, look, she's out there ripping the door off my truck. Okay, back to business. Uh, you was telling us who got our assistance and our workers. It's the mole people. The mole people. Right. You remember that movie? Horror film made in, uh, 56 about subterranean mole people who lived in the dark and the cold and... I don't remember exactly what it was they wanted, but they came out of the dark and they snatched folks. And you think they're grabbing our assistance? Well, the modern incarnation of the mole people. See, the reason I know about them is... They almost got my oldest boy, Jimmy Cole. First, they tried to condition him with video games, like they have successfully done with two entire generations. Then they lured him into their cold, dark lair, where the only light emanates from toxic blue screens, and they filled his head with all sorts of lies. What'd they tell him? They said, now you're safe from the horrors of exposure to the sun and the heat and extreme cold and the bugs and... Anyway... The mole people took Jimmy Cole all the way to Bavaria, stuffed him in a dark cubicle with a screen and hardly any air, and they told him how great the job was. So you're telling me they grabbed him right off the golf course and whisked him away? No, they didn't get him right off the course. They softened him up with several years of college. You know, sitting in an airless room, no sunshine, no movement. But Jimmy Cole remembered what life was like on the golf course. The sun, the fresh air, working at different jobs and traveling all around the place. Unlike a lot of folks who have been dragged straight from the classroom to the cubicle, Jimmy Cole knew what the real world was like, and he escaped. All the way from Germany? Yep, and that's when I remembered what I've always said about golf courses. We are the modern equivalent of the old cattle ranch. We're the cowboys riding the range, herding the cattle. Well, not cattle, actually. We herd golfers. And golfers aren't as smart as cattle, so we got that going for us. Will you stop stalling and tell us how to defeat the mole people? Absolutely. First, we have to... 
Hey, Debbie, there's some golfers out here wanting to know if we're going to install that golf ball system made by Nissan. I didn't know Nissan made golf balls. Yeah, apparently they make a golf ball that no matter how awful your putting stroke is, the ball will still go in the hole. I don't want to hear another word. We ain't going any further down the technology hole around here. Um, Boof, how about pulling out some carts? Boof, pull out some carts. You hear me? Boof. Uh, he thinks I'm listening to him, but inside my head, I'm the captain of the Starship Enterprise, boldly going where no man has gone before. Are you still talking about Aunt Femi? So anyways, I was saying, first, we have to find the assistant. How do we do that? Well, if you don't have anybody on your crew with potential, then try posting on TurfNet Jobs. But don't make the mistake of writing the post by copying the way HR people write. Remember, HR folks are mole people. They write jobs to sound like it's way too demanding and stressful and needs 10 years of college. Why let folks who have never done the job establish the criteria for your operation as well as the mood? It's similar to allowing folks who have never done your job to set the bar for your qualifications. What should we say in our TurfNet jobs post? First off, don't push the long hours and religious dedication to the job. And never use the phrase self-starter. Yeah, what the hell does that mean anyway? I don't know. Next, push the positive side of this career. It's an outdoor adventure career like hunting guide or search and rescue or mountain bike expedition leader. Another thing, time off is very important to the millennials and the Zs. Stress vacation during the off-season when they can go adventuring. Even offer them extra time off. No pay, of course, but offer it. Push the idea of adventurous outdoor work, the kind that hardens you up, rather than living in the dark, dank tunnels and cubicles with the miserable mole people, getting soft and pale and pasty and weak. When I was in the Army, I got 30 days a year off. And I'll tell you this, that kind of time away recharged the batteries like nothing else. Hello? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'll ask him. Yeah, all right, all right. That was Mark Hoban. He wants to know how to tell if you're running a skeletal golf operation or a rock-bottom country club business model. Some folks are already operating skeletal and don't know it, while others have hit rock bottom, but are still desperately trying to match the big boys, with a reduced labor force and a shrinking budget, too. See, as the de-evolution of golf continues, quietly, like a glacier, some mid-level courses are plummeting straight past the low-level mom-and-pops in the unfunded munis because they were so busy emulating TV golf standards that they became rigid and inflexible, unprepared to adapt to sudden change. Well, how about giving folks a few indicators, you know, help them determine if they're skeletal or if they've already hit rock bottom? Okay. You might be skeletal if your cup changer was made in 1975. Yeah, and you probably hit rock bottom if your cup changer is a post hole digger. You might be skeletal if your irrigation system is mostly manual. And you're at rock bottom if your wilt watcher is an old man with a gallon jug of iced tea. If your cart fleet is less than 20 carts, you're operating skeletal. But if you have 60 carts and only enough batteries to keep four carts running... Well, then you've hit rock bottom. That ought to do it. Okay, you talked about finding an assistant and securing the assistant. 
But what about keeping them? Well, we have to realize the mole people won't just stop poaching our team members. We have to make it less corporate. The opposite of living in a mole cubicle. And we might even have to resort to, well, for lack of a better word, ridicule. We must ridicule life as a mole in subtle, sly ways. I mean, hey, ridicule worked in high school, right? Hey, Mama, that college golf coach is here and he's got a list of demands. I see. Hello, I'm Coach Neffel. You might remember me from last year when I led the anti-golf demonstration. Oh, get the defibrillator. Wait, I don't understand. Last year you led an anti-golf riot in our parking lot and now you're coaching golf? It pays better than teaching social activism. What are these demands you got? Well, the kids insist on trigger warnings. A what? Oh, Mama, you know, a trigger warning. It's like when uh, you fixing Chili Mac and we see the dogs out back throwing up. Actually, when it's a word or a gesture or some form of active stimulation sets off a traumatic memory in a victim of... Oh, like when Cletus had been in the restroom and you walk in there without a warning. That's how I contracted morning sickness. I'm getting tired of hearing all this cupcake misery. Mama, you remember the other day when those people burst into tears because you were wearing your six-gun? You triggered them. I did no such thing. I was spraying for armadillos. I tell you what triggers them young folks, them video games they play. No, that's different. Those armadillos are digital. Also, we demand that you use the specific pronouns each player wears on their name tags. Wait, wait, wait. Don't we let y'all play free here? Yes, and speaking of free, we need free carts for the stress counselors and their parents so they can ride with the kids. Also, you must make sure that our players are not microaggressed and bullied. Bullied? Who's doing that? You are. You threatened the kids with a penalty for slow play. That's because they took three hours to play nine holes. What about when you kicked our number one player off the course for taking too long in the restroom? That girl locked herself in the restroom for an hour. Please, use gender-neutral language. Oh, and she had to charge her phone. You just violated your own pronoun rules. Anything else y'all need? Maybe a post-round massage or some acupuncture? No need for sarcasm, but since you brought it up, some therapy for those who didn't play well would be appreciated. Oh, we've had that for centuries. It's called beer. Another thing. The kids feel the driving range targets are oppressing them. They're just steel garbage cans. It's not the hardness. It's just they can't hit them. It's lowering their self-worth. We need bigger, friendlier targets and some way to adjust the difficulty. You know, easy level. Also, if you don't improve the range feedback, we will go somewhere else. Again, you play free here. What do you mean by feedback? Well, when the player hits a target, there should be sirens and flashing lights and the prize. And why don't you have a range tea waitress? But your biggest weakness is your music. What's wrong with our music? There is no music. So you're telling me you want us to pipe music out to the driving range tea? Oh, no, 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 no. The entire golf course. My feeling is... Did y'all hear that? Bless his little heart. He has feelings and he thinks they matter. Run, coach, run. Why? I've simply... Now what do we do? Same thing we do with them Auburn fans. Put them back in their car, park it in the ditch across the highway, and douse them with a little Jack Daniels. So, if you could, could you uh, sum up your little lecture here and do it so you have a few minutes left for story time? 
Sure. See, to attract the next wave of golfers, we need to make golf more affordable, more realistic, smaller, faster, friendlier. More of a pleasant walk in a meadow, not a race using vehicles. The same thing goes for recruiting the next wave of cowboys, I mean, golf course workforce. Less corporate, friendlier, more emphasis on real life and teamwork. Some people get the impression that I'm suggesting we all change careers. Not at all. I would encourage you to study a second or third phase career in the event you're hornswoggled by a wave of younger board members who think you're washed up at 50. But to get past this next tough period, let's work on building a stronger workforce. And as far as the mole people poaching our star players, telling them how much better life is in the cubicle tunnels, I think once exposed to life on the golf ranch, most golf cowboys will be unable to go quietly into cubicle world, becoming part of the board. It's story time. How the mole people almost got me. Once upon a time, I found myself thrown into the superintendent position at a daily fee outside Atlanta. And after several months, I escaped to get a little more college. I studied electronics to help my TV career, and I was subsequently recruited by an acquaintance at CNN to work on a news crew. At the interview, I encountered a huge number of pasty-faced indoor dwellers, and my first thought was, it's that mole people movie. Everywhere I looked were mole people, bathed in toxic blue monitor light and breathing moist, cold air. Then, a senior mole person. He looked like Mr. Peabody. He called me into his dark little area and he squinted at me. He was skeptical that I might adapt to life in the dark and cold edit suite with no idea if it was daylight outside or midnight. He also said he would like to hire me, but he had grave reservations about hiring military veterans. This was before Desert Storm and the big improvement in attitudes toward the military. At that point, I may have said something impolite, as vets are often prone to do, and I didn't get that job. To this day, I'm thankful I didn't get that job, and not just because of what CNN has transmogrified into. I would have been miserable there. Within a few days, I found myself back running a golf course, only working TV as a backup career. And herein lies the moral of my story. We should be grateful we have the opportunity to work outside. Yes, it's physically tough, and the inside folks like to pretend we're somehow inferior or less of a success because we redden our necks in the sun. And it's true we have to deal with some of the most spoiled, demanding people in society. But if you think about it, if we leave golf, we'll simply find the same people at the new job, only it'll be much worse. Because even if we make more money and do easier tasks and work less hours in the cubicle tunnels, the fact remains, we will be inside, turning soft and pasty and growing a little weaker every day until, until we become mole people. Rock Bottom Radio is written by a team of writers like me, Ludell, Mama, Cletus, and Matt Jones, a former golf course superintendent, GM, and a U.S. Army veteran. You've been listening to Rock Bottom Radio, broadcasting from deep in the turf net zone. Subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher for future episodes.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.